and welcome to the Redesigning Your Relationship podcast with your hosts, Yvette Valdenegro and Giovanna Burgess-White. Each week, we'll be discussing topics around relationships with a tangible, current, and forward approach. We dive deep and do not shy away from keeping the topic for your interpersonal relationships real. From business associates, acquaintances, to the most intimate relationships, we cover it all. You will laugh, learn, and be inspired by our approach, conversation, and amazing guests. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Redesigning Your Relationships podcast. I'm your host, Giovanna Burgess-White, with my co-host. Hello, I'm Yvette Valdenegro. Uh, we're so excited to be on again, another live every Wednesday. If you guys are watching us, we go live. And then every Friday, we have a new podcast episode on all of our platforms. Today, I'm really excited because you guys have all been asking for episodes with guests that come on and talk about the relationship with their husbands. And yep. guys, it's not easy. It's not as easy as you think it is. I We yep. have clients. We have we have so many people that we want on and they're like, Ooh, we kind of don't want to talk about it, but we have an amazing soul woman. I don't even, I, I I'm going to try to introduce her because she has so many amazing things that is coming on. Janaki and I met back in, we met her at Ignite back in February. She's got so many great qualities and the universe has brought her to us to talk about her husband. And I love, I even love this moving through codependence into empowerment. That right, right there, when she sent me the, like, the topic, I was like, this is going to trigger some people, but I love it. I want her to talk about that. But before we bring her on, she's a certified yoga instructor. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go off all this because she's like, she's coaching with the art of sacred language and both body and spoken. She's an NLP master practitioner, hypnosis, and a quantum time tech, a certified in quantum time technique. So I'm sure she's going to tell us a little bit about that. Um, she's also a very talented singer. Uh, we're definitely going to link her song in our show notes, but we're going to bring her on, let her kind of introduce herself and talk about what her husband and her have like the journey of her and her husband. So welcome to our show. Thank you for being on. You're so welcome. (laughs) And thank you for having me. I'm very honored to be here. (laughs) Well, we're excited to have you. Like I said, our listeners and our guests have been asking for, or sorry, listeners and our watchers have been asking for people to come on and talk about their relationship with their spouse. Yeah. People don't want to talk about. So before we go there, yes. tell, tell everyone a little bit about you because I want them to feel your vibe, hear your okay. vibe. They're watching. Um, Yes, I am an agent of change and an alchemist of well-being. Uh, I grew up in a yoga family, so I grew up with a lot of consciousness unconsciously. So what I mean is disconnection in my feeling world. I would run when conflict would come. And one of my facilitators asked me one day, what are you here for? And I said, I'm here for my peace and my love. And she goes, how do you feel about conflict? And I go, oh, no, 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 no. That's not me. I'm peace and love. She goes, how are you to know peace and love and unity if you've yet to love conflict? So that was the seed that was planted. So instead of running from conflict, every time conflict would show up, I go, okay, this is what I'm here for. And I I will literally say out loud, if I don't love it, first I acknowledge because our inner child loves to acknowledge where we are. So I acknowledge, okay, I'm not liking this. Matter of fact, I hate this. (laughs) And sometimes I even curse. And and I go, legions, huh? 
You can curse on our show. It's fine. okay. So sometimes I go, I fucking hate what I'm feeling. <laughs> and, and I go, angels, God, legions upon legions of angels, help me love what I'm feeling. So that's how I navigate because anytime we're resisting anything, it actually persists and gets bigger. And when yep. we love what we're feeling and it's okay to not be okay. Cause I was that little girl, rainbows, butterflies, and sunshine. Everything has to be okay. And I had a lot of judgment on my feelings and making positive or negative and right or wrong. And that's part of the shame paradigm there <laughs> where we have that program. And so, um, I've had the gift of going direct with my feelings and I've had the gift of mastering a lot of my perceived weaknesses into my great strengths. And oh <laughs> that, that alone <laughs> sounds amazing. Oh, yes, this is my grandson, my daughter's baby. <laughs> well, and, and that has to do a lot with the relationship with yourself, which is also a, a huge component of what Yvette and I do with, with women and, and really teaching them that. And that takes a lot of work and a lot of people don't want to do that. And again, going back and figuring out the things that you don't like and dealing with the conflict. Oh my God, we can go into a whole episode with conflict and Enneagram. But I love that you brought that up because even though our businesses are different and how we serve is different, we're, when it comes to women and you work with women as well, and we work with women, we're very aligned in certain things. And so I love that in the last workshop that you came and we were together we, we say, I think 99% of women, you know, have a mission statement, have their boundaries, know what they want in life and really have a relationship with themselves because they can't really move on to another relationship or be the best version of themselves in another relationship without being that with themselves. So I appreciate you bringing that up and just talking about it. Um, and let's move into, let's move into your hubby. I want to talk yes. about your husband. <laughs> I want to talk about this whole new chapter that you guys are writing together and, Tell us, paint the picture for us there and tell us what moving through codependence into empowerment means, because I know, again, viewers and listeners everywhere are like, finally, Gio, Yvette, you bringing someone on to spill the tea. Yes. <laughs> so back up just a little bit. When I was with my son's father, very codependent relationship to the T. Matter of fact, I lost who I was or hid from me and I kept wanting him to change. And then I heard this, oh. You, you change within, not him, because I kept looking for change outside of me. And it was actually one of my friends who goes, your heart chakra is really congested. And I said, oh, but I love him. He goes, yeah, shit's warm. <laughs> and I go, oh, and it was like the kind of the, the aha moment that I never went back because I kept going back, kept going back. I was the definition of insanity. <laughs> kept going back, expecting different results. And so when I met my husband, I didn't even know. I didn't even know it, it was him, a matter of fact. Um, and I kept asking the angels to manifest my, my ideal soulmate. And I wrote it down in my moment of now. And he is actually the one who read in my journal. And I could share another time about that because it's actually a beautiful story of how we came to be. And he wrote, he's like, you don't realize what's right in front of your face because you're too busy looking. And I still didn't know because I had my blinders on. I was kept seeking outside me. So what was a real recent shift in my life is we had an argument 
And there's, there's a multiple of shifts actually. <laughs> and we were pointing the finger and he's like, you're seeing lack. And I'm like, well, you spot it. You got it. So it's like you point the finger and three more are pointing back at you. And we kept just pointing the finger. And so I noticed I got triggered. Well, in 2020, I became aware of my triggers. And what the message I heard within me is triggers are the shadows of yourself that you've yet to acknowledge or even be aware of. And those shadows have come up now to be integrated into your light because we are both light and dark. And to deny ourselves of darkness is to deny of who we are. And so it's integrated into unity. And so when we were having our argument, I go downstairs and I go, Johnny, are you owning Alex? And not owning him like, oh, he's mine as my projection. And what is he now showing me? Because I feel triggered. And I said, oh, no, I'm not. And so then I'll pause you there because you said two great things. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to, yes. cause our viewers and listeners are like, okay, yes. this me. So coach, mm-hmm. I like that you brought up your, um, your, your son, correct? Your son's father. Yes. My son's father. Very important. You left a relationship going. We, we've had a podcast episode on this and you just like, you're not going to find another relationship. You got to better yourself before you get there. And you figured it, you figured that out very young. I feel like Yvette and I did as well. And I love the fact that I'm going to use this triggers are the shadows are what would you say are shadows of ourselves are the shadows of yourself that you've yet to acknowledge or even be aware of, which most people, like you said earlier, when they get in fights, they want, this is like the instant, like we got to figure it out. We have to have an answer. Someone has to win. And we always, you know, teach people about communication styles, but I think this is like a step further of just understanding that a you can't react on a feeling or an emotion, which most of us want to do. B, again, the projection of what you're feeling versus what's actually happening, what we state as the facts. And so, okay, that's what I wanted. I wanted to bring that. Awesome. No, thank I, you. I'd also want to jump into because I feel like what I love about this, and it seems like maybe the universe is having, we're going deeper in our podcast. And I know that this is for a reason. So the range of people that are going to be listening are those that the words which do not change anything about you, the descriptions, the um, pictures that you're creating, the visual, what you're going to say, your who you are, right? And then you're going to have people that listen and they are always listening to Giovanna and Yvette who don't always go into the beautiful descriptive words. And we use trigger that you're using is often what we say mindset paradigm like there's Mm. something inside of you that went "Eh," and responded it's like that's why the word is trigger and so that's what you're describing I also want to point out hi love you said like three times I think you kept looking outside of yourself and Mm. so for you that was the relationship and obviously people are wanting to hear about relationships it can be money it can be friends that we run to you know, it's other things, but you knew, you knew I am running and I am looking outside of myself. Mm. Right, so wow. Thank Great. you. And I love um, hearing you reflect back in a different language, a different way, um, because I can feel in my body how it lands differently as well. So thank mm. you. <laughs> <laughs> We're like your subtitles. <laughs> There you go. You come down and talk to Alex. And, 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 and so um, 
so then I noticed, um, cause one of my things as a child, I was praised for being the good girl of not speaking up of holding back what I was really feeling. And so I was aware, I said, okay, I'm feeling depressed. My opposite is I require to express. I'm not, I require to express what I'm feeling. So I sent him this text message and I'm like, we're going to, we're going to have this conversation. And after my yoga class and I'm feeling depressed and I require to express what I'm feeling. Well, he wakes me up in the middle of the night because we have this rule where we, we don't choose to every now and then we may go to bed where we feel upset or angry and we at least express ourselves before bed. We may not have fully received each other. We at least express what we're feeling when some, not all the time, we're not perfect <laughs> when we can. And so he woke, wakes me up in the middle of the night. He says, scoot over. And I go, okay. And he goes, when he goes, I'm not here for rainbows, butterflies, and sunshine. I'm here to dance through the storms with you. Mm. And it pisses me the fuck off because you inspire the uninspired and you're constantly looking outside of you for inspiration and you are the inspiration. When are you going to drink your own fucking Kool-Aid? Oh my God. I love it. And that was one of the huge shifts. And even when the shift in my yoga nidra journeys, because I was no longer talking the talk, I'm walking the walk and I am embodying what I'm saying. And when you embody your words, people can actually feel you versus just empty words. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so that was a huge shift in my, my pivot. Um, I did a breath class and in this breath class, it was so powerful. And I had a fear of, um, losing my husband. This has been a fear that I've had for quite some time. A matter of fact, and underneath the fear, I found a layer of, I didn't have the love I desired to have with my father. He wasn't a, he wasn't attached. He, I would say, dad, I love you. He says, I love you and you're, you're God's children. Like he, I, I felt this disconnection because he was raised, I was raised very spiritual. I had that connection and I didn't have the grounding connection of all the spiritual grounding. <laughs> and so when I got to find that layer, um, I had, I, I, my, I do my yoga nidras cause what we name we claim. And so my, one of my yoga nidras around father's day was I am my father's secure love. They are deeply activated and amplified sessions. <laughs> um, it's amazing the feedback I receive from people. And so what this did is activate something in one of my friends who activated one of her gifts of connection with um, channeling with medium, connecting with spirits. And so she channeled something of um, first my grandma and then my client's parents or her, her mother and brothers to confirm that what she was saying was real. Cause she never met my client and then channeled a memory that woke up something in my husband that he was not ready. I'm not going to go into the de de details, but it was something he had in a vault. And our, I truly believe our greatest weakness shall be our greatest strength. We're here to uncover. That's why I love doing the shadow work I do in the sacred secure containers 
because it allows people to discover the gold that we've had hidden under the surface. So this also, he triggered things a lot and he felt triggered. And like, even that day he was feeling of what's the point of being here. And I'm like, Oh, I'm recognizing this pattern. This was in my father always running. This was in me. And I'm now, I say, resurrecting, restoring of me staying because we're here to choose life and not just kind of live. We're here for our thriving life. Do you enjoy this podcast and you're wondering how you can start your own? Well, you're in luck. We help entrepreneurs launch their podcasts in four weeks. My name is Haley Merch, and my team and I manage this podcast. I'm a podcast expert who specializes in helping entrepreneurs launch their podcasts. Podcasts are a great way to expand your audience, provide a free resource for your audience, and to grow and monetize your business. We have openings this fall to help entrepreneurs start their podcasts. We would love to help you achieve this goal before the end of the year. Don't keep waiting. The podcast world needs your voice. We also offer support after the launch process to help maintain your podcast, and we do provide other services to current podcasters. If any of this sounds like something you want to do and need support with your podcast journey, please contact me at hello at HaleyMerch.com, H-A-I-L-I-M-U-R-C-H.com, or see the links in the show notes to book a call. We cannot wait to help you start your podcast. I can subtitle this real quick. Yes. Hey, <laughs> most, most, and I would say this, most us, our clients don't even go down that layer and they're, they're, they're going to bed mad. They're not even going to bed. They're just like, I'm sometimes not in the same room. Like they're like, forget it. Yeah. If I didn't, if I didn't have the last word. So, not talking for days. No. And I love the fact that, Hey, you guys kind of have this agreement. And I think that's an amazing reason. You know, no one's perfect. Sometimes you go to bed angry. Sometimes you go to bed, but, you know, there's an importance between the both, like between the both of you guys to, to have some sort of expression and how you feel before you go to bed. But a, one of the things that most of our clients and most of our listeners, they don't even have the conversations. They're too scared to, to talk about how they really feel because all everything that you're saying has to do with the relationships. It's a feeling, it's a connection, it's an emotion. And a lot of people don't want to be vulnerable. They don't want to speak speak their truth. They don't, like you said, you were taught, you know, most women are taught to just move on. Like don't, don't express yourself and move on. So for, for all of our listeners, I just want to like, again, this is like a whole nother like language. It really is a language, but for everyone listening, it's like important part is to ha have some sort of, you know, standard or something within your relationship that there's communication at all times. It may not be what you want to hear. It may not be what you want to listen to, but it's very important because to keep that all in, that, that can cause a lot. And it, not just for with yourself, with your partner, but with your children, with anybody that's in in your realm. So I really want to make sure people yes. understand. And, and, and what's funny is when I do have those uncomfortable conversations and I might be like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. And when I do, I feel so liberated. My husband will actually acknowledge me and say, thank you for expressing yourself may have triggered me. And I may have felt pissed mm -hmm. and I move through it. And, you know, you know what you feel. And a lot of people want to do the guessing game or the should, I think this is how he's feeling, or I think this is how she's feeling. Or so it's like these little stories we make up in our head versus again, thank you. 
I think the more clearly, the more you have a, you're stated with your partner, the more they understand who you are, how you communicate, when's a good time, when's a, like all those things just build a stronger relationship. And I think that's also, again, to, if you have children or plan to have children, it's just one of those things that you're kind of leading into the next generation. So, yes. Okay. Yeah. I just want to add a couple things. One, um, I love when he says you, you're butterfly and sunshine, but I want to dance, you dance, but I want to dance through the storms with you. Mm. What a beautiful thing because rom- romance, love, relationship, kindred spirit, soulmate. I mean, how, whatever you want to describe your relationship to be, like you said, it's not going to be perfect, but to say you want to dance because dance is such a happy, joyful thing. It's like, there's a storm. I see it. It like, we just have huge storms here in Houston. You know, it gets dark. All of a sudden the wind starts going. You're like, are we having a hurricane? Someone didn't tell us. So you sense it coming. You feel it. The humidity changes all of your hair. I mean, like it's the whole thing, right? Yes. Hey, even and all of that, I want to dance with you. I recognize and admit that this is a storm, but I want to dance with you. Yes. And so that, that is really the beauty of a relationship. I mean, like mm. that, think of the trust, the love, the acceptance, all those things that we, I think in a beautiful way, want in another human being to connect in that deep way where you, you, you know, that to be a true thing. Mm. Then the other thing, that was really interesting. And I don't know why I'm going to say this, but I'm just going to say it. I myself, I'm just going to start speaking my truth. <laughs> you were describing the whole, you know, God's children and the spiritual family you came from, but you went to a place where you realize you're like, I'm not grounded. So someone doesn't matter what kind of background you came from, whether you grew up with a yogi, you grew up in some other country, learning some other religion, you're a Christian here in America. It does not matter. You can think that you are so spiritual and have everything together and you're dotting your I's and dotting your, or crossing your T's and all that kind of stuff, but not truly be grounded in who you really are. Yes. And, and I'm going to do a little backstory because this was so, I used to have a lot of crystals hanging up. So when my husband and I were, we were in our friendship relationship, we didn't venture into, um, past that. I had all these crystals. And right before he told me, I actually had a dream that he said, all those crystals are the, the, the dreams are that you have yet to manifest. And he literally said in almost the exact words, he said, see all those crystals that you have hanging up. Those are your dreams. I call aspirations that have yet to hit the ground because oh you haven't manifested them. And so that day I took down all my crystals. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So talk about Alex now. Like what's yes. what's the relationship look like so, now? I mean. Yes. So um as I shared, he got triggered and he's had he's been moving through some things. And so there was this time where um he got triggered at uh, by a friend of mine and it, it he got really felt his pissed. And I was in the bathroom. And I overheard a conversation of someone else, not even related. You know how you have those conversations where you know it's for you because you're meant to hear it. It's universe speaking through of you're ready for the message. And I heard he has to love himself 
and he has to do it for himself. He can't just do it for the kids. And this is a completely not related conversation. And I was like, I heard that part. Okay. And then I heard another girl say, he may, it may take him to fall in order to pick himself back up. So he, um, it, what ended up happening is I, I messaged a friend and I shared with my friend because that night he was actually like ready to be done with his life. And first I was very like, okay, I got this. And then all of a sudden fear came in and it started controlling our situation of like, oh no, fear is leading versus I give you to God and I trust. And, and so, um, when that happened, I, I messaged a friend of mine asking for support and she's been an amazing sister helping me through the perceived illusions when I'm in those mucks. <laughs> I say the shit hits the fan and, and seeing clearly through it of my gift. And she says, let him go. And he stays. The more you hold on to him, he leaves. She said, this has been the fear resurfacing over and over. And so he, when he asked me um, a day later, this is before he fell down the steps, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> and he said, I feel, because I went to this conference and I agreed at this conference to play bigger than I ever have and show up in a way that I've never been before. And I'm here for my big play. No more playing small. Because I had this idea of by me playing small, I'm going to keep everyone. And actually by me playing small, it's been keeping everyone else small. The fear of growing away from them is actually keeping them small. So by me agreeing for my big play is I thought I was growing away from him. And so he goes, I feel you don't love me the same. And I said, I love you. I said, and who am I to intervene with your will if you're not choosing to receive help? It is going against your will. Who am I to decide this? I am here when you are ready to receive help. It's not for me to do anymore. I've been carrying you. I've been carrying other people unconsciously, the energy of them, because of the way I desire them to be. And instead, what I remembered is I show up the way that I desire to have in my relationships. I get to be the person to show up in that way. And (laughs) because rewind, rewind. (laughs) So we talk about this all the time. We got to be her now. You got to be that person now. You can't wait for like, oh, in this situation or when I do this certification or once I, my business gets to that, like this is like, or once my relationship's better and I feel like I'm more secure. It's like, no, you can't, nothing will ever grow. No one will, no relationship will ever flourish if you can't be the person you're meant to be. So like you're going, like going to that conference and being her, which. Yes. (laughs) I actually saw, um, I wrote a a poem from it. I saw my, I said my multidimensional self and I saw rise of a Phoenix and I wrote this activation poem that was so powerful. I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) How about ultimately. It's you, you really said, cause it's, I mean, let's not, let's just call it what it is. When someone's thinking that deeply about their life and what, you know, how they feel about themselves, your natural reaction is to like, I hold on. Right. 
but you ultimately said, all right, God, I am responsible for me. Mm. They are responsible for them. I am, you know what you ultimately did? You ultimately showed the purest form of love, which is I'm here for you. I'm just here. It's your choice. Do you want to be here with me? Like I, I, I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. You get, you get to decide. So you ultimately that responsibility, you, it's like you just being you, you showed him like that's, that's like that. And that is almost like the, it's, Oh God, especially as women, we want to control everything. We want it now. We want to feel like all the things I want to feel loved. I was like, okay. I get, I totally get it. But sometimes it's like letting it just go is what brings all of that. And I've been working on that for so long and I'm I'm crying so many tears of gratitude because I'm so grateful. And I do this often of crying tears of gratitude because I go, I love who I am now. I love my life. I was the little child, the little girl who felt I didn't fit in and want to take my own life. And to be in this space of where I am now and fully choosing my life, my thriving life. Oh my God. <laughs> that but alone can, is, is heaven. Because you walk the walk. Here's the thing. But people don't understand coaches, you have work, you know, we call ourselves coaches, but you have, you know, other certifications. You lead women in different way. You serve women in different way. We cannot do something. We cannot teach something we have not done. And this is one of the reasons why we have this podcast is because, you know, relationships for everyone are different. We, and we have so many different relationships, but this is redesigning the relationship that you want. And you redesign that relationship with yourself, which at the core, when we coach our clients, that's where it starts. We can't redesign any other relationship in your life until you know the one that you want with yourself. But it's really hard for women to do. Again, it's that feeling of like, oh, my God, like, I can hear I can see and hear people going, oh, my God. That sounds so selfish. <laughs> I can't believe she loves herself that much. But that's how people. That's how women. It, yeah, and I start with my clients. I start with mirror work. I have them look in the mirror, gaze into their eyes, and say, "I love you." And slowing down, not just saying, feeling in your body of how you feel with "I love you." Like I have a client who. She's naturally, she goes, I've lost 12 or 12 or 14 pounds. I choose to remember, but she wasn't focused on that. She goes, because she's loving herself. And when we love ourselves, the things we desire to be, we become that. Amen. <laughs> Mic drops there. Okay. So I want to finish with Alex because before, after Alex, I want you to talk about something that you're doing this fall, but yes. Yes. Alex, he actually falls because that's so he actually falls. And it's right before my yoga nidra of I am my masterpiece in my mess. And, and it was, it was happened right when I was giving myself, I uh, gifted myself a massage through someone and allowing me to receive. And then I get this message. I'm like, Oh, my mom calls me. Why didn't you answer your phone? I was like, I was getting a massage. She goes, Alex can't get up. He is, he's fallen. And at first I had this, I was other than love. Honestly, I was kind of like, Oh, He's in the self-sabotaging and when is he? And I said, okay, you're going to go to your yoga nidra no matter what. This is your ultimate of I let go and I let God. I knew full certainty I was meant to go because that little old Jonaki would want to stay and let's, let's stay there and coddle you. And I was like, no, I'm leaving. 
I love you. And I left him with a concussion. Like he was dizzy, throwing up. <laughs> and I, I left him and I said, God, I'm giving him to you now. He's no longer my responsibility because I was that little girl of being over-responsible by witnessing my parents fighting. I became the, the conscious victim of, oh, it's my fault. It's my fault. And I said, and it, so it is take your will to let go and let God. And well, that's and, kind of codependency in general. Like our clients like, I got to go to every game. I got to go. I, I can't. I can't, again, I can't do this. I can't invest in myself. I can't go on retreats. I can't go to conferences. I can't make the weekend girls trip. I can't go to happy hour. I can't, like, why? You, yeah. you don't have to be there for every single thing. Now, granted, yours is a step further. I mean, I know Alex is okay now, but that <laughs> yes, was important yes. to you. And he's a grown man and he was able to, he, he was able to take care yeah, of himself. And, and what's funny, I didn't realize this till afterwards. He, this was exactly what I heard through the universe, through God, through the conversation. Yeah. He yeah. has to fall to get himself back up. And I'm like, I thought, honestly, I had an uncomfortable. So a couple of days later, I had an uncomfortable conversation with him. I didn't want to have, because after my yoga nidra, I felt tension in my throat. My throat was hurt. Like it was real raw. And I go, okay, what am I holding on to? Cause I'm very aware of my body language of what is acting. Cause our bodies are the map of our unconscious mind. And so I go, what am I not expressing? What am I holding on to? And I go, oh, if I have this conversation, it's going to end our marriage. I had the uncomfortable conversation. And I told him, I said, I'm questioning. Yes. Actually, what's funny is it did the opposite of what I thought. I thought it was going to be the conversation to, to end things. And I said, mm -hmm. I'm questioning our marriage. We've been married 12 years. I said, I am, I've agreed for my big play. You're not choosing to show up in that way. And this is what I require in a relationship. This is what I desire to have. And we are no longer, our values are no longer in alignment. And he said, I mean, it took him a couple days. Of course. Yeah, this it, isn't like a quick, like, five-minute conversation and things happen. <laughs> no. Actually, a couple days is good. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. we, we process those through things. So he woke me up in the middle of the night, several days later, like 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. And he had a lot of resentment come up with his mother because he's had this of be, the separation of because one of his divine purposes is to go direct with his divine mother. I played that role and it's no longer for me. Yeah. It's him to go direct to his divine mother within him. And that's one of his great strengths that has now returned. And so he woke me up and he goes, wake up. And I go, I'm so tired. I don't want to get up. He goes, no, sit up and look at me. And then he just starts crying. And he goes, I forgive my mother. I forgive my mother. He's like, thank you. You are such a stubborn ass. And you are so much in your lane that you have inspired the uninspired. I choose to wake up and play big with you. Oh, my God. You just got chills. I love this. This is real, guys. <laughs> We want to take a quick moment to let you know this episode is brought to you by Ignite Her Society. 
Ignite Her Society is a personal growth and development network for women. A community where health, wealth, and purpose come to life. For more information about this one-of-a-kind platform, visit IgniteHerSociety.com. A, okay, we we don't actually ever have anything scripted, so people know that. We're real and raw. No, no scripting. Um, I feel like every time we have a guest on, it's like, again, an alignment in a different version or way of what it is that we talk about, what it is that we do. And you took control of your life. We 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 call it we call it being the producer, the director, the starring role in your movie. But you said it almost similarly, and you did that. And when you did that, either people are going to come with you, or they got to go. And people don't want that. People don't like endings. They want it to be like rainbows, butterflies. Things have to end. Friendships, relationships, conversations, like all the things have to have an ending. And sometimes they not may not be what you want them to be. But everything you thought, which again, going back to the stories in your head, the things that we start saying, oh, I think that completely opposite. And it was it easy? No. No. But it's uncomfortable 100 percent But look where you are now. Look where Alex is now. You know, and mm. the woman we met in February and the woman that you are now. <laughs> completely different. Because I was holding on. Yeah. You, I was you holding on to the codependence. Yeah, you see the transformation, not only just the great thing about social media, and just like you, women like us, we're very real and raw what we do because we we work with women, we, we work with them in, in their life and in their journey in life. So I think that's really, really important. Well, I'm glad that you and Alex are still together. Obviously, this meant to happen. <laughs> I love that you've motivated him and empowered him to live his life and to be part of your life and live in that life, you know, big, like you said. Um, let's talk about real quick, a little bit about what you're doing. So I know... You have some plans this November. Yes. I feel like November is a hot month with things happening here in Houston. So why don't you tell everyone what you're doing in November? And we're obviously going to have everything in the show notes. We'll have everything where you're either watching or listening. But yeah, we want to know like the purpose of your, I, I don't, is it a retreat? I'm going to call it a retreat. The purpose of your it retreat. It is. It's an all-inclusive women's retreat. Yeah. And I am so lit up about it because it's, it first of all, started with my agreement for my big play. And that also meant of taking off my mask because the mask used to trigger me. So once again, I found where those triggers were and I would ask myself, what am I hiding from myself? And so I'm here for my full expression of me. And if people don't like it, so what? That's okay. Hey, I'm not yeah. here to be liked. I'm here for love. Yeah. And love shows up in many ways, as you guys reminded me. <laughs> so my women's retreat is called Sounds of the Soul. Um, once again, greatest weakness to greatest strength. I was nicknamed speechless growing up because I, I was the good girl. I was labeled good girl. And, and so Sounds of the Soul is about being our full expression of ourselves. And it's I'm calling forward women who are ready to unmask themselves, who've been hiding behind the persona of who they think others want them to be. And they are now ready for showing up powerful for the way they're meant to be in their true, authentic, full expression of themselves. And, and loving where they are. So my retreat is 
everything to nurture our divine feminine because we birthed everyone on our planet. We are powerful beings and we've been stepping back. And what I've remembered is the masculine energy is the doing, doing, doing. We have now moved into the divine feminine energy. And it's not like one greater or less because they're both important. It's the integrated integration of unity of both the divine masculine and feminine. And now instead of leading with our doing, 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 which I say are stinking thinking, where we got to be busy so we disconnect from our feeling, we now lead with our inner being and the doing supports the being of who you are now. And that's what my retreat is about. Ben <laughs> and I are like on another level with Be Do Have and transformation. Like again, talk about we're not the only people. And we just actually we just had Rainier on last week or when you're listening to this, it'll be three weeks ago. But yes, it's like telling the story in a completely different way. But the end game is the same: the relationship with yourself, finding a life of purpose going through the transformation and you guys it's not pretty like i've never heard i've never heard anyone say oh how easy it was and how beautiful the transformation was because Mm -hmm. it's not just like the butterfly it's not pretty but look at the ending like like this is so thank you thank you i mean a thank you for being on our show and like just speaking real and rawness in your language and also for having it holding a space because again you know, some people come to us, don't want to work with us. We have to have other women in our circle. And I think it's really important to just have these platforms, these spaces, these retreats, um, and all the work that you do with the women in, in, in the Houston area. And I think it's fantastic. So thank you oh, for great. being on. We really appreciate you being here. Again, if you're watching us um, live, we'll have all the information for you guys in the comments and in the post. And if you're listening to us on all of our uh, platforms, we'll have everything in the show notes, including how you can get to the retreat in November. Remind me three days, four days. It is um, the 10th through um, the 13th, which I love because my favorite day of the year is 11-11 and it's close to my birthday and I get to celebrate and elevate with other powerful women. And I feel this is a movement in our collective consciousness. This is 11-11-22, by the way. So it's it's like a lot of numbers. And so I'm sure you'll love And the day of our celebration, because we're going to actually have an actual celebration and a fire ceremony and a dance and celebrating our who we are now and burning of the mask. I have this idea of writing of who we've been hiding behind and doing a, a fire ceremony of burning that mask of no longer. And that day is uh, 11, 11 or one, 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 like three ones and, and three two, twos. Three, yeah. Three, I love it. Like, oh, how hey. cool is that? How cool is that? I mean, I can't even plan that. (laughs) And you're going to be with all those women and all of you get to dance together through your own storms. Like you're all going to be together dancing. That's great. We love it. Well, thank you for being on our show again. We really appreciate you. Um, Again, we'll have everything available for them to find you on all your platforms. Again, it was truly an honor. And again, thank you for being vulnerable and talking about your relationship. You're welcome. So, until next time. Bye. Bye. All right. So let's close out. I feel like people are going to be like, do you have any or like, what's going other- on? We are. We're living, we're living in other people's worlds. I'm like, let's do it. You're tired voice, of Yeah. Voice comes in all shapes, forms, colors, sizes. But you said it, it it's all the same 
message. And that's why I know this is going to so resonate with someone who's like, I get it. Like I, I was listening and walking with her as she was sharing and oh my gosh, the Geo and Yvette's podcast just took it to a whole different level that they, someone else can connect with. Cause I feel like we, I think I know we do a really great job of like explaining things and intro levels, which is not, that's what we're here for. We want to bring things to people, like start thinking about this, like, and don't ignore what is happening inside. And guess what? Because it's going to come back anyway. You can try to ignore all you want, your thoughts, feelings, and emotions, but it's going to keep, it's going to keep keeping on. So might as well just answer and listen and, and embrace it all. So well, good. We are here for you every Wednesday live and a brand new episode every Friday. Remember, strong relationships begin with being the best version of you. So no matter what relationship you're working on in your life, we are here to help you. If there's any guests, any topics, remember, we do the show for you. We're here on every week. We don't ever miss it. So whatever you want us to talk about and it's relationship, girl, girl and dude, whoever's watching. And really, if you want to connect. Anywhere YG collaborations, and we'll be on again next week. So until then, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Redesigning Your Relationship podcast. Don't forget to comment, ask a question, and leave a review for this podcast. We are committed to providing information and tools for our listeners to take action steps in all of their relationships. If you would like more information to connect with us personally or begin your journey of creating the relationships you've always wanted, then please visit us at ygcollaborations.com.